everybody how's it going welcome to the never-ending adventure podcast and adventure time podcast i am one of your hosts russell tendall and with me as always is diggity dj netty p netty p we are back this week talking about we're going to talk about marceline we had a really awesome episode last week if you haven't heard it or i guess it was a week ago we took a week break you should go check it out it was amazing we had olivia olsen on and it was a little bit of a, a dream scenario for the both of us. I can't believe we, on our 100th episode, we hit 100,000 downloads. We had, you know, just all these things come together. It's been two years of recording this podcast. And we got one of the voice actors for Adventure Time and one of the coolest characters, without a doubt, of Adventure Time on the podcast. And yeah, I just hope you guys really enjoyed that. And it kind of inspired this episode of us like, We'll catch up a little bit. We'll get into Marcy. And then, you know, I think we might spend some time in some Traveler's Logs. But, yeah, Ned, how got, you been doing? Been good, man. I'm tired this week. I don't know if it's, uh like, allergy tired. Because, man, I don't know if you guys have been down to the south in April. But it is, like, allergy city down here. And it's it takes a toll on your sleep and your breathing. You could probably tell in the last episode I was congested as anything, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, went back and listened to it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I sound like... I'm breathing out of my mouth. Oh, that's okay. It it happens, especially with allergy season and whatnot. But man, I, I went out and I got a, we, we bought a wee whacker, you know, we're doing adult I'm things. Doing adult things on Saturdays. So we got a, a wee whacker and a, uh, a, uh, a blower and mm-hmm. just, that's my first time with a wee whacker, man. I, so much power. Just destroying the weeds. That's your first time weeds. with a weed whacker? Just absolutely murdering the weeds. Totally. <laughs> I mean, they didn't stand a chance. They tried, you know, but I just right through them, you know. But yeah, I love uh, yeah, my string I, trimmer. My my mom loved like doing yard work when I was a kid, so I was very fortunate not to have to do any yard work. I never I mowed like one time, and I think I did a bad job. Oh dang! And so son. I kind of was off the hook. <laughs> I got dragged out of bed at like seven a.m. every Saturday growing up. My dad being like, "We're gonna spend the day in the yard, and you don't have a choice." Oh, my man. reward would be to like get like a, an IC at the gas station or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking, this was when I was like 17 too, not like Oh, 10. wow. <laughs> yeah, when I was 10, one time for my grandma, we picked up pine cones in her yard. I think we were paid like a penny per yeah, pine cone or something about like to, that. I'm about to do that with the neighbor's <laughs> kids. We got all these rocks in our backyard that always fall off the, the rock path. I'm about to pay the the like five year old neighbor kid like a nickel per rock or something. Like Are that. you really gonna recruit the neighbors' kids? For oh that? yeah, well they they're coming over to me going, I'm trying to save up a trip to Disney World. What can I do? And I'm like, uh, uh, pick up rocks. I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna need a lot of rocks. You're closer a whole to the ground trip than to I Disney am. World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, oh, but yeah, it's fun, man. That's yeah. I'd say all in all, that is kind of uh, finally the nice part about. I don't know. Hopefully where everybody's listening from, um, maybe unless you're in like Australia where it's becoming winter time right now, but, mm-hmm. uh, everywhere else, everything's kind of like lightening up. We're getting like nice days. I'm in shorts. I was outside today. It was, it was nice. It's going to be a fun season of also like recording podcasts when it's not always just uh dark and nighttime outside when we're recording over here. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Ned, I was so curious how you felt about our time we spent with Marceline, with Olivia Olsen. How did how was that for you? Was that a little bit of like a, 
a dream scenario? Could you even believe that that happened? Yeah, that well, you actually got the Tato voice actor? I it, it was such a kind of surreal experience. You know, I don't have a lot of like celebrity experience. I also don't get starstruck like a lot or like it would take a lot to starstruck me. So when we first got her on and we were kind of prepping for our recording, I was like, okay, let's all keep it cool. Let's not try to like fangirl out. Let's not, let's treat her like a person as if you would like pop on a podcast with a normal person. And our kind of breaking the ice with her before we started recording actually really, really helped with the rest of the podcast with being like, you're a normal person. We want to hear what you have to say, not like we're interviewing you on, you know, 60 minutes or anything like that. Yeah, uh, it so felt when I was, smooth though. It felt good. Yeah, I felt, felt like we had a, a very comfortable, normal conversation with her. And mm-hmm. we got some like little bits that I wasn't expecting to hear. I love that we talked about like what wasn't truly the inspiration for the fries, but she had a story that her yeah, father being <laughs> Hudson Avedere, the cake. Yeah, just that's such a funny, weird parallel that she could relate to. And I'm sure she's honed yeah. in on those things over the years with people asking her questions and whatnot, but mm-hmm. she was, and, she was a natural. Yeah. Well, and I would say like, it, it comes off though. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to toot our own horn over here, but I was like, if we had had her on episode 10 of the podcast, we would have crashed and burned. We kept, we kept our cool. We, uh, you know, again, had just a great conversation with her. And I think that's a little bit of us, a lot of her too, a lot of her jumping in and not just answering the questions that oh, we had she, for her. She with carried like it in many ways. And, yeah. answers, and she carried it. And so to answer your original question, um, I kind of blacked out a little bit, just like in, in, <laughs> in the moment. Out. Like, yeah, well, in the moment, you're like, what's happening? All of a sudden, yeah, we just did yeah. this, you know, really in, intense. And I was like, what did we talk about? What just happened? Um, <laughs> yeah. So I went back and listened to it this week and was like, oh my gosh, that's like when I listen to podcasts about, TV shows and they're like, we've got a special guest. We got this person who's on the show giving their experience. That's the content I want to listen to. And that like keeps me really engaged. And so with her giving her insight, I was like, that's awesome. This is the type of content that I consume on well, uh, like for all yeah. other shows. Cool. Yeah. I'm just glad it was so funny afterwards because we, we did end up talking with her for like another 25 minutes until yeah. Ned finally was like, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, I was like, know? I did, I wanted to not like, be, like she gave us at least like three hours of her time. Oh, so I was like, so much of her know? time. Well, she was like, I was so glad that when I joined, y'all weren't just like, oh, Marceline, they, thank you for hello. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we weren't not creepy, we weren't weird. weird. <laughs> I mean, we were pl- plenty of weird, but we weren't hey, like, yeah, I mean, she could have gone into that situation <laughs> going on. These just like super weird, creepy 30 year old dudes doing in a kid's podcast, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, could we're get just really weird partially weird creepy 30 year old dudes doing a kid's podcast yeah just a just a little weird just, just a little a, bit a little touch of it well like i said it inspired my desire to want to talk about marceline and up until this episode i mean you know or where we are in this in, in the series right now we're in season four like halfway through episode 15 ish or 16 and I just, I felt like it was time that we caught back up and what a good time to do it after we had the voice actor on the podcast. You know, there's a slew of episodes where she's either a big part of or a little part of, or maybe even like not really there, but the context of the episode. I mean, if we're talking about um, Return to the Nightosphere and Daddy's Little Monster, which we covered pretty recently in season four, those two episodes are really about her and about her relationship 
and about the nitosphere, which is a place where she's probably spent a ton of time. It was it was interesting. I I just wanted to spend some time talking about Marceline and see see where we're at, see how we're feeling, and also revisit those that first season, like evicted. What was that? Ep- season one, episode twelve, and kind of kind of get those vibes going. Ned, what? How do you feel about your review of of these episodes this week? We'll just start off like really high level, and then we'll dig in. I mean, I, I I did not have to go back and watch these episodes. Obviously, even watching them, then podcast reviewing them, like I know each one of them themselves. I think one of the things that hits the strongest with me, though, with like kind of what you said, where we're at right now, um, into season four, we get this cool double episode with Marceline again. That's a, the second, uh, no, sorry, third double episode kind of rollover that we've had in the show up to this point. So obviously that they were kind of indicating this is important. We're doing some more uh, canon development. Um, however, what we mentioned with Olivia last week is that, you know, season one, she had been kind of a jerk. Um, they give her a little bit more credibility backstory at the beginning of season two with the, it came to the nightosphere, bringing uh, Hudson Abadir in there. Um, we get more and more again with heat signature we see that she's not all that bad memory of a memory all of a sudden we see that she's <laughs> normal as well again uh, i'm sorry yeah. uh, you're just flying through of, these episodes <laughs> yeah well memory of a memory was again okay we know she's old uh but she's had old yeah. relationships and uh i was gonna then i was gonna say we really get vulnerable with her with Marcy's closet again weirdly enough still one of my favorite episodes it's up to this point so i think that would probably live in top top 5 to 10 maybe wow um, and it's because again like beginning of the show they were like she's this crazy beast she rides goldfish she's a thousand years old she's a vampire slayer and um in the Marcy's closet she's just like flicking boogers and like kind of hanging out in a house yeah. and it humanizes well, she, her. Uh, and then that is a perfect lead in to return to the night sphere, daddy's little monster again, humanizing her, having real father daughter relationships, problems that we all have and deal with on, like on a regular basis. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Let's go straight into the travels log. And now that we've <laughs> this <best laughs> you with asked it. me to say, Hey, what you, you, you literally said, where, where, I mean, how I'm do like you feel like level. up to this yeah. point? I know, um, but I guess it was too broad of a question. Well, you know, you do bring up a lot of, of interesting things. And I I mean, I, I had to go back through and rewatch all these episodes. I mean, I definitely had to. These aren't things that I've spent a lot of time in outside of when we were initially reviewing them. And I actually ranked all of them just kind of out of my own curiosity where I felt like where we were with these Marceline episodes. And they were all pretty dang good. I got to say, I, I've got a couple threes, but again, I'm rating pretty difficult out of five. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've got a few like fours, 4.5s. I mean, obviously what was missing is is my favorite one without mm-hmm. a doubt. I knew that was going to be your number one. But then you have, it came from the night of spheres, probably number two with a, mm-hmm. a 4.5. And of course, Memory of a Memory is a fantastic episode. And then Evicted are like my top episodes with Marceline. But that's, she, for whatever reason, has gotten good episode after good episode after good episode. Not one of them did I want to skip. Each of them, I was like, all right, I'll sit in this and, and enjoy this. And especially like Evicted kind of does get into that treehousey thing that you like so mm-hmm. much. They do adventure outside of that, but so much of it is just 
hey, we're in this little area and this is about our relationships and about goofy interactions. And she's just so oddly flirtatious with him that whole time. You get the first of what I know of, of two kisses on the cheek with Marceline and Finn, where it's just kind of like, okay, what what is happening? And of course, that song where she's just like, she just lost track of her moral code, but she's mm-hmm. like, is she a good guy? Will she become a good guy? Or is she just like being impressed by Finn and Jake in these first, like the first two seasons? It kind of feels a little bit like she's not really caring for other people outside of like, oh, Finn's pretty cool. Like, I want to hang out with Finn a little bit more. Oh, Jake's pretty cool. Like, he can hang, you know, he can come along and we'll adventure. And Finn really seems to impress her with the way that he goes about like attacking her and like holding mm-hmm. like up to her level of fighting in that first yeah. episode. And yeah. she's like, oh man, this guy, this guy can hang. Like I'm going to have to like hang out with them again pretty soon here. Yeah. I think. And well, and I think that that's the, Olivia had a good point around that in that there's a possibility that she sees Finn as the human and like the human side of her, um, which opens up again, kind of maybe more, of an openness to finally having friends and settling down and not really kind of being a vagabond, I guess. But the other aspect of it too is like, yeah, when Finn goes and smacks her in the face, um, she's probably dealt with a lot of beings like Jake that just, they, they see vampire and they run. Um, You'll get some history about killer, right? Yeah. You'll, you'll get some history behind that uh, in season seven as well. A little bit more, you know, what, yeah. how have people interacted with Marcy in the past? And then I think that, yeah, once Finn smacks her in the face, she goes, okay, we could have like a peer-to-peer level relationship at that yeah. point, you know? It is really interesting that Jake, you know, essentially is almost killed by her. She did get the seat mm-hmm. in that fight with them and invented Jake's powers slightly <clears throat> before this happens, before she sucks out his blood, right, or tries to suck out his blood, but for whatever reason, Jake is able to, like, put it in his thumb behind his back, which we don't see initially. But then in the very next episode, Jake goes all out and tries to kill her. I mean, they weren't really holding back. I don't I don't know if either one of them were holding back and trying to kill the other person and henchmen when he basically, like, makes her vulnerable to the sunlight and then goes to try to stab her with the stake and throws garlic at her and all that, like pretty brutal attacks on both sides there. So seeing their relationship morph a little bit from there to go with me, where she's just like already hanging out inside their tree house. And she's like, Jake's like, you know, I'm like kind of getting over this vampire fearness. I'm like, I'll call her up and let's get her here because she could be an expert. She could help me help you with princess bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah, well, after after Go With Me, I mean, obviously, I think that's that's probably why Go With Me and Heat Signature are, like, right next to each other. Because it's, again, like, hey, she's hanging out, but, like, do we really trust her? She's still kind of pulling pranks. She's still kind of yeah. busting their chops, you know, a little bit. Um, but in, And it came from the Nidosphere. She's, again, not necessarily trying to be a good guy. She's just trying to get her axe back. Mm-hmm. She's annoyed at her dad, and she doesn't like what's going on. She hates that he's here, and then he stole the family axe, the guitar or the bass guitar that she plays she wants it back and she could care less that everybody else is out there getting their souls set up but i do think as it goes on like you have that more fright so from pranking being goofy to kind of being impressed with finn and jake and then now we're like oh yeah like i do care about you finn and i don't want you to get hurt but honestly i could care less about everybody else around me and i just want the axe 
And then even into memory of a memory, like that is just her being like, oh, I, I want to hang out with all of y'all. Like, yeah, I'm, well, I, I'm I mean, here trying to be friends with everybody, you know? Uh, I mean, break that down even further. It's not just, oh, I'm here trying to be friends with you. In memory of a memory, Jake and Finn legitimately save her from an ex-boyfriend that brainwashed her, uh, oh, magically brainwashed her. So that, I mean, if you look at all the episodes laid out in this kind of way, memory of a memory is a huge turning point in the sense that, yeah, she she's always wanted to hang out with them, but she's uh, keeps them at, you can kind of tell, keeps them at arm's distance, plays funny pranks on them likes to scare them a little bit, um, keep them on their toes. And I think memory of a memory also kind of breaks that barrier of like, oh, these guys like would die to save me from even from a crazy ex-boyfriend, you know? Well, we see it too in Heat Signature, which is right before that, right? Season two, episode 26. But they're not, they're not saving her. She no, just but it's the other way around. She, yeah, she, she goes, to, oh my gosh, I feel so a, sorry for y'all. I want to save you guys. Hey, like yeah, Wendy that's Boo a, and Georgie, y'all went way too far. We yeah. gotta stop this. Like, a, these are my buddies. Thing. Yeah. yeah, but, it's, well, it's but like, then the the again favors returned. Like yeah. she saved them again. That's probably kind of where she's been in for the last thousand years. Of like, I'm so powerful. Like, when do I ever need to be saved myself? I'm immortal and a vampire and can fly and can shapeshift and I have all these powers. So memory of memories i that's what i'm saying and that's a little bit more of a turning point because it's like she needed to be rescued and i mean same with yeah. uh daddy's little monster like she needed was the one that needed to be rescued from her dad at that point yeah it, it seems like both heat signature and memory of a memory which are two different seasons but pretty close in the timeline season two episode 26 and season three episode three mm -hmm. That those are the two that kind of cemented in my mind, like, oh, they're buds and like it's cool. And actually, so as we're watching through his signature, Ali had an awesome theoretically speaking, based off of the conversation we had last week with Olivia Olson, where she kind of she gave a big spoiler away. And if you don't want to hear it again, I mean, I'm about <laughs> to say it. Yeah. Where Marceline went and killed all the vampires, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we know that Georgie and Boba or Boo Boo and Wendy are people that she used to run with back in the day. And Allie's theoretically speaking was she had murdered them back in the day and they were all vampires. But then she, for whatever reason, had to kill all three of them. And I was like, oh man, that's like, maybe they weren't always ghosts. Maybe they were vampires previously. Yeah, there's, I would, I would debate that not even on an adventure time level, um, theoretically speaking, but kind of like, everybody's interest always like kind of like do vampires have souls does like does it is it like that kind of whole viral thing where it's like you're a vampire the twilight mentality like oh yeah you're immortal because you don't have a soul anymore oh, okay um, so i would imagine um especially after we the ghost princess episode that those ghosts definitely in their forms as well reminded me of people in like the ghost kingdom or graveyard if you want to call whatever it might be ghost kingdom graveyard <laughs> uh they were just like that now i don't know if they were more op because they could suck brains out or whatever um but as a good theoretically speaking interesting yeah i don't know i thought it was really fascinating and it made sense in my mind too because i was like well i don't know I, I didn't think about what you just said necessarily that in some canon vampires don't have souls but to be fair like 
I don't, I, I personally don't think vampires are real anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows what, what is the real canon of vampires? I was just, I was in more on along the lines of like all, all story, all TV, all books, vampire lore. It's uh, yeah. kind of combined. Is, are vampires the ones that you can't, like, don't invite them inside their house? Like, they can't come inside your house they, until you invite yes, them in? Yes, and that plays a part in uh, in the Stakes miniseries. That's actually oh. hilarious. Uh, but they cannot come into your house unless they are invited in. Okay. And that's well, very it was, old school traditional. Allie tried to say, you know, in Marceline's closet, there's a doggy door because we've seen previously in, not Memory of a Memory, the one with fries. Um, comes it came from the Ninosphere. Yeah, that Marceline has a little white like doodle kind of a puppy dog, and so there's uh, a doggy door. And Allie was like, "Well, she's basically inviting Jake inside her house, anyways. There's a doggy door, and he's a dog." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I guess." <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's all. I'm not. I'm, I'm no more spoiler drops. I, I said that was okay. enough of the spoiler anyway. That I'm not gonna ruin <laughs> any more extra Marceline. Now, one thing I will do, and this is like, I think, again, before we move on to our Traveler's Log segment today, is to say that this is a good, uh, let's get our feet up under us for, uh, in terms of like Marceline uh, and everything, because episode 25 of this season, which we are roughly about uh, 10 episodes away from, is the biggest, and kind of what I was talking with Olivia about last week, is, is one of our biggest lore builders that we get overall like i'm not sure if we'll get one this big uh, it puts a lot of things in into the light it puts a lot of uh stuff that <laughs> i can finally talk to you a lot about a lot of stuff without spoil dropping it anymore um and i think that that's kind of a good like okay where do you stand with marceline getting caught up on what we know where we are with marceline kind of going up to the end of this season um and having olivia on prior to that episode now that would have been a really fun one to have her on um as well but uh she said herself she's like ah, that's a great one like um, yeah to watch and everything well i'm excited for it man i mean we're, we're right around the corner from that episode it's kind of hard to believe truly yeah i know let's well let's take a little breather right here um and just kind of get our get our thoughts up under us and guys we have about four or if not five travelers logs um ready for you guys we're, we're doing a little catch up uh on the travelers logs themselves because we were like oh my gosh we can't spread four more out through other episodes and then have more coming in but we're gonna we're gonna get everybody talked about we got some good ones yeah we do yeah let's start at the very top uh we had someone named ethan send us in a, a traveler's log he's talking about NEA number 75, season three, episode 19 through 20, which is when we covered the Holly Jolly Secrets part one and two. And of course, uh, y'all talked about how Simon turned into an ice king and how he is, uh, how he has a lost princess. I love how y'all are already drawing these connections, hitting the nail on the head between, or because later in the show, Simon, well, not crazy, has a nickname for Betty, which is Princess. Then even later, we see him transition to looking for princesses, not realizing he's actually looking for Betty. It makes Simon a beautiful character and my personal favorite. So they're drawing this like similarity between him calling mm-hmm. Betty a princess or his princess. And for whatever reason, maybe that's why he's constantly trying to kidnap princesses because yeah. somewhere in his subconscious, he's, he's yeah, just he's, looking for Betty. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ones where I think 
we hit the hammer on the head with our theoretically speaking and deeper breakdown of the character um something that you wouldn't probably hit either if you didn't sit and talk for an hour about each episode <laughs> yeah. um, no i i love that though i honestly i didn't think about that as uh, a connection that could be made where like maybe it is because in his mind he's still looking for betty so yeah Absolutely. Well, our next our next log itself comes from Liam, who I think we've actually had a log from before. Um, but Liam, gosh, I don't know why you want to talk about this one as much, but he wanted to talk about our episode was the only way to suck. Uh, but it was <laughs> uh, another way, the one where uh, the clowns come and they're trying to heal Finn's foot. I um, did not want to keep talking about this episode. I did not want to keep it. Can we stop <laughs> However, writing I can, in? Liam, I, I, I enjoy your points, and I'm going to do a quick correction uh, for you here, too. But I'm going to read what you got, and then I'm, I've got a quick little excerpt about it, too. But uh, Liam says, your podcast is my comfort podcast. Again, I love that. Thank you, Liam. Uh, he's binged it in like two weeks, and he's on episode like 74 at this point. Um, he said, I, I love all the segments. I've watched the show seven times at least, and he admits, that Russell always asks spoiler drops that are somewhat insistently feel like he is, uh, or ask the questions that in uh, that uh, uh, lead to spoiler drops, and he feels like part of Russell's soul leaves his body as soon as he hears those spoiler drops. Um, he said, different appreciation for this episode than you two seem to have. I thought it encompassed the classic Adventure Time feel with his goofiness, charming characters, offbeat and creepy surreal humor with the clowns. Again, props to you, Liam, for appreciating that. Uh, he really appreciates Finn's growth and accepting everyone has their own way to appreciate and to reverse their own life. I also really enjoyed the dynamic strange characters. I found them to be attractive uh, in a pe peculiar sense, and the voice acting definitely complemented the aspects of the silly personalities. Uh, and then that Melons is also one of his low-key top songs. Again, we totally kind of blew past Finn's song in that episode, too. We did. Uh, so it's, it's a good thought, and I, I think, you know, I think... Russell and I are with you, Liam, that that's what we got out of the episode is like a, an aspect of Finn's growth of like, it's not just his way or the highway. Um, but I don't know. I think it was one of those ones where we left so many, kind of like what you said, that classic adventure time. I know Russell and I maybe are appreciating what we call treehouse episodes or we what we call cannon building episodes. So kind of that weird, surreal adventure time uh, it's just it just hit maybe too random for both of us on that episode. Um, Liam, I'm not going to read all of it, but he, Liam has a theoretically speaking that in this episode with the sentient stumps and trees and uh, bushes and everything that because um, Finn is going after the Cyclops. Um, and it says because Cyclops power to turn things alive with his tears, the Cyclops's tears are actually healing powers, not bringing things alive powers. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they're not. Is that confirmed? Things. Did you go back and rewatch that one? I didn't go back and rewatch that one. I did want to either say to Liam, I'm, I'm not dis disclaiming your theory because being a fan of the show, you know that there is also a wizard that can bring things to life who is kind of out in the world at this point, buried under the ground. So, I'm going to leave it at that without doing too much spoilers with Russell, but I think your point to the Cyclops' tears in this episode with all these sentient beings, I kind of think it might be, um, gosh, I can't remember his name right this now. This other character? But the other wizard, yeah. 
I did not rewatch that episode for that theory because I I want to never watch <laughs> that episode again. I'm sorry. I'm trying my hardest to avoid that one. But I did want I did want to confirm it, but I just I couldn't get it. I couldn't something inside me just stopped myself from rewatching that episode. Oh yeah. Well, regardless, he says, uh, keep adventuring, friendly travelers. Glad that uh, we're all a part of the journey, or he is a part of the journey. Also, we got another one from Zoe, aka DJ BMOZ, one of the easy, like easily one of the best DJ names we've got so far. I love this episode. I love the episode this week. And I, I, oh, there it is. I was like, what episode is she talking about? Beyond this earthly realm. It's definitely one of my favorite episodes of the early seasons of Adventure Time. And I feel it focuses on a lot of themes that are more solidified as the show progresses. I always joke that my cats live between realms like, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I, I, Ice King does that. because they're always looking at things that I don't see, which that that is so true. Like every cat I've ever seen just, it seems like they just have something else going on in their head and they're just not like truly down to reality like we are. Anyways, in that episode, I believe I asked, I talked about the handle that I have in my bathroom and I wanted to know about other people's like sacred, sacred bathroom, bathroom items, items yeah. right? So Zoe's is, when I was 15, I started working at a cat cafe in Atlanta, which is amazing. I loved working there, and it was my first job, and it was such a huge part of my teen years. Unfortunately, we had to close in 2022 due to the pandemic and lost a lack, or from a lack of funds. And during our last weekend, there were a lot of things that we were selling or giving away to clear out space. Uh, one of or clear the space out. One of the things I begged my boss to let me have was the toilet paper holder that is, it's like a a cat. A cat-shaped one. Yeah, (laughs) cat-shaped statue type thing. She sent a photo in and it's it's pretty great. Um, But anyway, so let's see. I always just wanted to look. So it looks just like our cat named Cake. The cat, uh, of course, named after the Adventure Time character. I was able to take it... um, Man, I'm like, it's hard for me to like read how small the text is. I'm sorry, y'all. I was able to take the toilet paper holder home and I still have it in my bathroom today. Cake has definitely had her fair share of silly moments with it. And the toilet paper holder always reminds me of the wonderful times I had working at the cat cafe. It's such a random thing too. Thanks so much and keep up the awesome podcast. I look forward to hearing them every week. DJ Mozi. Thanks, DJ Mosey. Yeah, good, good DJ name. Good DJ name. Um, next one we have is actually comes from Kayla. I think we've had Kayla write in several we times have, as yeah. well. Um, I'm not going to read hers all the way through again. We are we are uh, pressed for some time today as well, a little bit. So, um, but Kayla wanted to first share that she has the Adventure Time tattoo sent it our way. It is a blue butterfly that says "Everything Stays." For all the fans, they definitely know what that means pertaining back to the um, the Catalyst comment and the butterfly, and that's all I can say because I don't want to spoil too much for Russell. So sorry, Kayla, we can't go into the details of, of oh, no. the coolness behind your tattoo because it will spoil things for Russell. Um, it could be one of the death butterflies, but the, those are, are also very cool too. Um, but I wanted to put that and she says she floops the pig as well, but, uh, good encouragement for Russell to 
get an Adventure Time tattoo. Yeah, um, people want it. People want she it. She also man. wanted to encourage you to get a Breath of the Wild tattoo because you talk about that almost as much as you talk about Adventure Time on the podcast. No, not not nearly. I mean, hey, the new Breath of the Wild, like the sequel, is coming out real soon, and I am so excited for that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good. I, I have a Switch now, and I might just play that one, too. Wait, what did you get a Switch? I'm I'm long-term borrowing my in-laws Nintendo nice. Switch. Fair enough. AKA, I think they just kind of gave it to us. Okay, there you go. Well, um, hey, you want to read the last one, DJ? Ba-bomb-bomb? Yeah, I will. Um, er, we got Bomb-da-bomb? Dominic, a.k.a. <laughs> DJ Dom-da-bomb. Bomb uh, I'm, so- I'm sorry, Dom-da-bomb. Uh, DJ BMOZ might might take the cake on best names for the Traveler's Log segment so far. It's not a competition, though. It's not a competition. <laughs> Actually, it is a competition. Uh, and and okay. we have somebody who's in first place right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dominic says, I started the podcast about a week ago and I flippin' love it. I was going to wait until I fully caught up before I sent a log. He's currently on 74 as well. So um, everybody's, I think, finding it and catching up, which is fantastic. But he couldn't resist once we started talking about the episode, The New Frontier, which is season three, episode 18 with uh, Banana Man and kind of everything as it pertains to destiny. Uh, Dominique goes on and says, the first thing I thought when rewatching this episode was a Taoist teaching that I try to keep in the forefront of my mind as I go about my daily life. It compares a life to a river and it says that the world is, um, the world, oh, yeah, I'm the same with you. I had a hard time reading this. In the world, some people choose to swim against the current of the river, Finn, in this episode. He is trying to stop destiny and change it at all costs, which almost ends up running Jake into the same fate he's trying to avoid. We see this in stories like Oedipus, where running from your fate ultimately ends up being the very thing that locks you into it. Other people choose to swim with the current, i.e. Jake in this episode, and he is also caught up so much in the croak dream and the inevitability in his mind of which uh, that which causes him to charge head first into his destiny. This gives Jake attention blindness to everything that he enjoys in life, causing him not to focus on the now, but only on what's going to happen inevitably in the quickest way to get there, almost shortcutting life. The teaching says that both of these are going, both of these ways of living are bad, and both paths, paths cause you to focus on different times in life so much that you aren't truly living in the now and being present with your current existence. The Taoist says that instead, you should just float along with the river and let it carry you. I granted that this is a TV show. That would have been a boring episode, but if Finn and Jake would have just ignored that fact that Banana Man showed up on their house, it would have just been an ordinary day for the two of them. Um, both boys are so intent on altering the path uh, in the river of life in this episode so that they aren't appreciating the existence in the now, uh, which both as two bros lucky enough to exist at the same time in the same place uh, and that is very similar to what we see in the Distant Lands, or not, yeah, the Distant Lands HBO special uh, about kind of, again, it gets very existential with existence and time and space existing together. So, uh, Dominic, I love your your thought process on this because it's, yeah, very much what we, I feel like Russell and I scratched the surface on it, but we did not get that deep into uh, the the what destiny actually is in leaning too much into it nihilistically and fighting it too much existentially. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that we we spent, I think we spent some time talking about our own religious beliefs and, and how they would relate to that episode. 
or how they would relate or like connect with either of those two characters. So it is mm-hmm. really great having, and I believe I asked for that, like someone to write in about their own spirituality and how their beliefs could relate to that episode. So that that was awesome. That was one of my favorite Traveler's Logs that we've had in a really long time. Yeah, I, I like that one. I, I like having that kind of opinion on potentially belief or just like subset of a, of a belief of a religion or non-religion that can really pertain to the show, something that Russell and I may not reflect on as much, at least through the same lens as you guys. Yeah, man. Ned, how you feel? We we went through the those travelers' logs real fast, man. We've got a weird y'all. There's a a little bit of a time limit today, and I I never look at the clock when we're recording these podcasts. But doing that, it makes me nervous. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, it does. I'm make like, me I don't like it. I just feel, I feel like anxious right now. Like it's what I, all I could think about. But regardless, man, that was great. Thank y'all. Keep writing in if you haven't done a travelers' log before please do. You can hit us up at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. And we'll, you know, hopefully read them on the podcast. And I almost always give a little response to them as well. Um, yeah. Well, just, all, just that, all that, all so that being nice said to too, we, we have so much of the show left to go and so much of what we're talking about and reviewing right now that will pertain to things in the future. If we're missing something too, that uh, if you can share with us again, not so much to the extent where you're giving Russell spoilers or anything like that, but share with us so we can be like, hey, if you haven't thought about these uh, upcoming episodes in this way, keep your mind open or be ready to talk about it that way. That's that's also why we like kind of hearing your deep thoughts on everything. Yeah, definitely. Now, did you have a, a least favorite episode from the Marceline episodes? I did have a least favorite episode. I would have to say it's probably Henchman. Is it really? Yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, like you, like you had mentioned, you can't, couldn't go back and skip any of them. Uh, but when it came to henchmen, you know, I like the the nighttime aspect of it. I like the little uh, the little dude with the bow tie. She sucks the red out of the bow tie. So there's like little moments in that one that I enjoy. But um, yeah, for it being Marceline's second episode ever, it just kind of seems like one of those like season one filler. Hey, we have okay. a character we can just do something random with. I don't know. I think that one and Heat Signature are the two that I, if I were going to mm-hmm. skip a Marceline episode, it might be one of those two. Heat yeah. Signature, like I remember even feeling like, oh, this doesn't really feel in order because there was another episode dealing with Heat Signature, right? Where they were all going to watch it in like Finn's living room or whatever, which that episode also for me is a, a skipper. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Those are the two that I was like, you know, yeah. these are they're threes for sure, but I I wasn't really trying to like spend too much time living in either of those two episodes. No, no, and yeah, and Heat Signature too. It's again, I think we've seen Finn and Jake's character that develop themselves. That the entire antagonist and the problem and the the situation they get themselves into in Heat Signature like would not happen with season four. Finn and Jake either. Yeah. They'd be they'd be too smart to wind up in that situation. For sure. Well, Ned, do you have a rec for us this week? Um, I think I do. Um, oh my gosh, what about like I I don't know. I I've probably said it before, but like I just finished uh Mando this week. They just finished season three. I was wondering if like if I was going to like this season season two was kind of iffy back in the past. They wrapped up the last two episodes of Mando 
really well with, I don't know, just it was good storytelling, great action, felt very Star Wars-y, and they kind of teed it everything up with a happy ending that's going to tee up the Ahsoka show really well. So that's just as a Star Wars fan, I appreciated it being one of the better things to come from Star Wars in a while. That's great. I still haven't looked or watched any of the second season, which truly in my mind is kind of the third season because Boba Fett was really the second season of No, there was a second season of Mando. And then, yeah, you had to watch Boba Fett, which is like season two oh. and a half. Okay. And yeah, this I'm is sorry. season three. Yeah, this is officially season I forgot three that was now. Season, so I did see season two. I haven't seen season three. Yeah. But yeah. the Boba Fett thing, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch season three of Mando. You, yeah, you got to watch at least those like three Boba Fett episodes for the Dark Saber lore. That's so, true. Yeah. Well, I think my rat this week, I've biked to work two episodes or two episodes. <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> this past week. <laughs> I, I go to work to the office uh, three out of five days. And so I, I rode my bike because I'm able to go through a bunch of neighborhoods to get to my office. And it was great, man. I missed that. I, I'm so glad that I live over near like my office in West Nashville again so that I can do that because I had moved yeah. pretty far north and there was no doing that from Madison. So Yeah. Which way did you take, if you don't mind me asking, which way did you, did you just go down Charlotte Avenue? No, man. I just literally, Sylvan Park, I just went all the way through the neighborhood. Go, You can go mm. through the neighborhood to get to Centennial from here. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I basically just did that over by, just uh, riding my bike past where I used to live over by the ballet and all that stuff. But anyways, y'all, thank you so much. Uh, I, I guess if there was another rack, sorry, I, I did have another one. Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons. I watched so many Adventure Time episodes this morning just kind of like in preparation to remember all the Marceline episodes. And it's such a vibe doing that on a Saturday morning. I definitely recommend mm -hmm. it, but yeah, it's, it's one of those good Saturdays. I mean, we, this is the first Saturday I've had in a while where the only plan I had was to podcast today. And it's that whole, yeah, that whole mentality, like get up, it's 8am, eat your breakfast. And you're like, I don't have any responsibilities today. I don't have any obligations. And that's that childhood. Like I can watch cartoons for four hours with no repercussions. And that's something that we as adults, just mentality wise, don't get that very often. Yeah. Don't do that very often. Well, yeah. Thank you much or so much everybody for joining us. And we'll be back next week with an actual episode. We'll dive deep into season four, episode mm. 16, burning low. It's a dang good episode. Yeah. Great one to um, jump back into after two specials. I think so. Check us out on Instagram at Neverending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you all next week. Party forever. I love you guys. Mm -hmm.